God is a priest of the Israelites. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah. I was gonna ask if you paid for it. No, I haven't. I haven't paid for shit. Okay. Don't. You don't have. I was gonna. I was asking you. No, everyone. Everybody confess. Why do you guys think? Why do you guys think Zoom caught on, but not Skype? Well, that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> I thought this cause Skype, Skype has kind of sucked forever. Yeah, I mean, it was always the op- the only option, and then the yeah. pandemic happened, and all- Zoom came out of nowhere. Zoomed in, no, you could say. No, because people panicked, and Zoom, I don't know, they were just like, we're the only one, you have to use Zoom now. I guess so, yeah. And they were like, by the way, you can only use it for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, I pay... Uh... I pay ten dollars a month for <laughs> for long zooms. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna start the show? Do yeah. You want me to start the show? Sure. What's up? This is Smite Me. You're listening to the podcast where we read the Torah every dang week, like we're supposed to, like the like we were told is good to do, and now we're doing it, and we have a podcast about it. And we have a guest this week. His name is Orion Levine. What's up, Orion? What's up, dude? Smite me, baby. Let's go. Let's get smited. Uh, also, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here with my co-host, Ayani Hayashi. Hey, what's up? Just a little bit of shopkeeping right off top. Josh is unfortunately unable to join us this week. He's in week. a big surfing competition. He's smited, yeah, so. he's, and he's winning. So, you know, he was really banking on the loss so that he could be able to He come tried and... to throw it, but his body betrayed him because he's too good at surfing. Wait, th- this is a lie, right? You said he was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, dude, he's sick. <laughs> I got you, Josh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess, I don't know. We don't have anything else to, to talk about off topic except for that maybe you should, if you feel like it, like and subscribe to our podcast. Why not? So just, I mean, just quick like and subscribe. It's easy. Yeah, send it to somebody. Send it. Send it to your angry uncle. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, no, we want like, we want some haters. We don't have any haters yet, and it's bullshit because we say all sorts of bad stuff that should get us in trouble. So definitely send us to your uh, Zionist aunt. And <laughs> I was thinking maybe they'd be Christian haters, you know, like, I mean, I think once the word gets out, well, there will be no shortage of haters. Yeah. Of um, all religious backgrounds. Uh, yeah. And of all of all various orientations and all various reasons of why they hate a us. diverse group of haters <laughs> is important. Unfortunately, according to certain Jews, um, haterade is kosher. So <laughs> I think all Jews haterade is perfectly fine. <laughs> I I disagree. I uh, I try I try to stay off you the stay hater. Off the hater you know? I try to just focus on the grind. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, do you want to do smiteable? Uh, what you what you call it? Smiteable deeds. Yeah. You want to start? I'll start. I have, I have like kind of a, a story. So, uh, strap in. Oh, nice big long sip because it's gonna be a real one. <laughs> okay. Here's my story. I work for an app that I'm not going to name. Let's call it Chore Weasel. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. One thing I get hired to do a lot that I actually is, think is kind of cool is um, the band NoFX, who I will name because I think they're cool and they're not the, – they didn't do anything wrong in this story. Um, they have a record store 
in like the Bayview that's only open like one Friday per month from three to five. And there's like a big line. And so uh, a lot of people hire me on Chore Weasel to go, people from all over, um, to go stand in line at this store and buy records for them. And then go to the post office and send it to them. Are they are they all over the country? They're all over the world. One dude's from Slovenia, dude. This, Whoa. The, yeah, the dude who that's that guy's not doesn't have any. Wait, to but do quick with question: story. Is it like what kind of records are we talking? Is it just regular records? But is the store that's so? Important? Do you know the band No Effects? I've, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I've seen the. It's like mostly it's like them and people who are like on their label. Oh, okay, God. that makes sense. So yeah. it's exclusive, exclusively sold. I guess so. That I, that's what I, I've always questioned. That I could see how it could work. That you can only get the vinyl from them at that store at, least at for that now. time, but you can you know stream the music or whatever, and you can get it in other ways. But if right. you want that sweet sweet vinyl, you got to come on whatever day of the month. I could yes. see. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's usually a fun vibe. Last week, somebody people drive way too fast, and somebody fully crashed a car into a parked car. But that, unfortunately, somehow is not the story I'm telling right now. Oh, we can we can dive into that if we get the chance a little later. Maybe it'll tie into one of the one of the rules sure we've been will. given. I got so I got an order. So I got used to. Okay, I got an order to do this. I somebody hired me to do this, and you usually i just i front the money and get paid back and it's like a shitty thing i have to do on this app but i kind of got used to doing it and so this guy's I, he got a bunch of records i guess i didn't realize he basically this dude i spent a couple few hundred bucks on some records that this dude is not paying me back for so boo so um Hey, this is John, and I just want to say that I did end up getting my money back, so don't worry about me. Now, on with the show. He figured out a way that he could get a bunch of records and not spend any money, and he's a real piece of shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's that the whole... sucks, dude. Wait, so there's... Okay, so first, smiteable deed, being a dummy, no more fronting people money, fucking Venmo me. I, I'd still tell people, Venmo me. That's what I tell people now, because no more trust. <laughs> yeah, no more trust I'll, for this you know, boy. And you guys, if you're listening, how about... You too. Venmo me. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, or not. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to like say it, but you can figure it out. So that's the first smiteable thing is that I'm a dumbass. The second smiteable thing um, is that I found this guy on Facebook and... Um, <laughs> the, the same dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I found him on Facebook and sent him a message there and he blocked me. Oh my um, God. Which means he know he did something wrong. Um, but yeah, he, oh, so, and let me tell you about him because I didn't know anything about him. I just thought he was some guy who's, I like didn't know. I was kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt. Love this dude fucking loves Trump. From Facebook, I can tell that he loves Trump and he loves punk rock. Can you guess what his job is? Yes. He is construction. Close. Oh, uh, uh, he, he's some kind of real estate. He is fully a coal miner. Oh, Whoa! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess... You got ripped off by a coal miner. I got ripped off by a coal miner. Chore Weasel's not doing shit about it, so that I'm, I'm not trying to fucking... I'll, I'll... Do you think that he was like, I'm going to get these liberals back. I'm going to find a weasel, a liberal weasel, and... <laughs> no, I think he... <laughs> That's very funny. 
I don't. I th- I don't know what the deal is. I really don't. Sounds like he just is like scamming people, or or that's how he gets the but things that he, he wants. I could tell it was him because he does. He like was he post he post was posting a bunch of stuff about no effects and like how much he loves them, and I'm like. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Fat Mike on you. Yeah, exactly. Like Fat Mike wouldn't think that was cool at all. Right. You 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 fucked over. You you fucked the system. And no effects didn't get any of that guy's money. They just got some some pathetic chore weasel's money. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Maybe I don't, yeah. That's funny. I uh, I saw. Fat Mike do a stand-up comedy at Milk Bar once. Is that no effect? Uh, no effects. That's dude? the lead singer of No Effects. Yeah, that's awesome. Did he crush? How did he do? He did fine. He told a f- funny story okay. about, uh, yeah. Um, Were you fanning out? Was I fanning out? No, I wasn't. I, like, was kind of aware of who he was, but not enough. I was just like, huh, that's interesting. But, oh, my <laughs> other thing that this isn't smiteable because I, I, like, caught myself is that, like, his whole, he didn't have much displayed on his Facebook profile, but he did have, like, it was, like, married to and then his wife, and I was like, should I snitch to this guy's wife? And then I was like, no, 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 you don't, you don't go emailing a coal miner's wife. You simply don't do that. <laughs> That's a smiteable offense for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. I don't know if the Lord would be that angry at you. I think he'd just send you the arbitration. That's what right. this whole chapter is sort of about. Yeah. Is that just the cool off corner? No, that's where he's like, I don't know. You're going to have to go deep into the rule books. <laughs> I don't want to just shoot from the hip like I normally do. Sure. Annie, do you want to... Smiteable deed. Um, I don't know if this is really a smiteable deed so much as it is just like a, a revelation that I had. Uh, that Listeners don't know this, but uh, I have an incredibly difficult time watching movies uh, because I think that they're all stupid. And then, I cu- and like I, I t- I'm not easily moved by them and I feel like I have my time wasted. And I just realized the other day that I'll probably enjoy them more if I go into them thinking that I won't enjoy them. Um, And then I'm probably more open to be pleasantly surprised because I've seen so many, like, iconic movies and I want to like movies. But every single time I'm just left with this empty feeling of, like, that was kind of fucking dumb. And I'm a little bit annoyed that I'd spent my time doing it. And I think maybe the Lord would be a little bit more like you're not supposed to figure out that kind of deep secret in yourself. You're not supposed to learn that you can just sort of manipulate your experience with things. I'm the one who tells you how to feel about stuff. So Wait, so you're, you're saying God is anti-movie? I'm sure God is anti-movie, and he's anti-people learning to like movies even when they don't. So, so this isn't smiteable at all. If you're not liking movies, you're doing God's work. Well, now I'm starting to like them because I'm just going into them oh, with the expectation that I won't. I and then, like I said, I get pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that's smiteable, bro. <laughs> so your smiteable deed is that you like movies. <laughs> yeah. I still don't think I do. You guys are just like the best people ever. You're like, yeah, my thing this week is I trusted somebody. <laughs> my thing is I liked a movie. <laughs> I wish there was something happening, but the only thing I do is go to work, record this show, and play on my stupid bass. Like, oh, yeah. There's fucking nothing happening. I don't know. Here's another one. They just announced that they want to reopen California, and I immediately thought, like, oh, are a lot more people going to die right after that? And I yeah. was like, maybe that'll be a good thing. I don't know. I have complicated feelings about all of that. <laughs> wow. 
Because this time we'll learn our lesson? No, because maybe that's the whole fucking point is we just never learn. And then maybe after, I don't know, in a, in two centuries, they'll see the mistakes we make and went like, oh, those people are fucking dumbasses. Again, this is complicated. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm hoping for COVID-21, you know what I mean? So It's just like... <laughs> Orion, do you want to share your... Uh, do you have one? Yeah, my smiteable... My smiteable uh, what is it called? Smiteable deed? Sure. I call it with whatever you'd like. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> All right, my smiteable deed, my smiteable chore weasel is... Uh, <laughs> I... Um, okay, so I've been, I've, been, I've been seeing this girl, and it, it's been, like, heating up a little bit, and... This thing happened where she, te- I was at a show, I was hosting a show. So I was, you know, you're, you're at a show and you're kind of just like focused or whatever, especially if you're hosting, it's like, you don't really have much time for much else, but she texted me and I, I must've opened the text and maybe briefly looked at it, but it wasn't like till hours later that I responded and I responded like, Oh, like, I, like, I think like hours later then she had sent me another text just saying good night. And then I, f- I finally responded to that one. I was like, Oh, Hey, sorry. I missed your last text. Like good night. And then she texted me back telling me that my read receipts were on. And then, uh, Oh shit. Oh yeah. And then she sent me the, this emoji with the face, the face palm emoji. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I think she's great. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing hurts like the face plant emoji, the face palm emoji. It's like a cartoon telling you're an, you and you're you you're an idiot. It's pretty hurtful. Um, and and she sent it to you. You didn't send it to her. Yeah, she sent me the face palm. Like, right, she was like, "This is how you should feel." <laughs> yeah, exactly. she's telling you like, "This is what you should have just sent me." Well, you know, it was like <laughs> it was a it was a female presenting emoji doing the face palm, as if to say. You are so dumb. I'm hitting myself in the face right now. <laughs> oh lord. Um, and yeah, that had never happened before. I, I I didn't even know my read receipts were on. I guess Wait, I turned them also, on. But also, I in your def- in your defense, the concept of missing a text. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you open the text, it's one thing. I think my issue, my smite... It's like, we all know what happened. Like, you were doing some shit, and you didn't respond. I don't yes. know. You know what I mean? Like, totally. it's not... Totally. The, the, we're all fucking glued to our phones all the time. Even if you... Like, even if the, she didn't see the read receipt, she would have assumed that you had fucking seen the notification on right. the front of your phone. So she's exactly. just doing she's doing gotcha journalism is what she it was gotcha journalism it told it a hundred percent was tmz gotcha journalism um so yeah i i uh i panicked and uh, i actually told her that that receipt was void because i don't know how to read so nice uh, you gotta instantly nice. take that back no, but uh, that's gonna that's gonna work on stage. I think. I, you know, I I thank you. John, I really do because, think it will because it bombed right now. So I'm glad. <laughs> uh, but that's my smiteable deed. It's okay now. We're all all has been forgiven, and um, it it was you know it was just a, a mere speed bump in the in the in the life of smiting. All right. Well, we've come to the conclusion that we are all perfect angels. Yeah. So there shall we, go. we move on? Yeah, John, you want to get us into our, our summary and sort of give us our little... Yeah, I guess it's... This week, it's just a bunch of rules. Um, that's kind of the... I, I mean, I'm going to... I'll I'll dive more in. I'll dive in further. But um, I'll, I'll give you some categories about what the rules are. But basically, it's just a continuation of, of last week, right? We, we 
we received the Ten, the Ten Commandments, and then we got a certain number of more. So these are yeah. not these these are separate from the Ten Commandments. These are oh, I had uh, I I pitched I I th- I thought of an episode title that I think kind of sums up some of these, not all of these, but what about like I, I, some of them are just kind of like miscellaneous no nos. Yes, sure, you know? yeah. Um, okay. I guess the previously would be that the Israelite people are all assembled in front of Mount Sinai and God is speaking directly to them amidst explosions and uh, lightning and thunder. And he basically just dropped the Ten Commandments and everybody's like, oh, shit. And then he's like, but wait, there's more. And then we start the chapter. So, okay. And then so he's like, here's the Ten Commandments. And then now those are your general moral guidelines. And then here's some more specific rules, like what to do with your oxes and stuff. Yeah, basically. Yes. Your oxen. So he starts out with a bunch of rules about slavery um, how to treat your slaves, when and how to free them, what to do when they um, love you too much to stop <laughs> being your slave. <laughs> then he gets he gives us some rules about like humans killing and injuring each other and how to navigate that. It's a lot of it's based on like intention. Um, he like gives very specific scenarios. Like if you get in a fight with someone and one of you bumps into a pregnant lady and she miscarries, he gives you the, he lays out the, um, what to do in that situation. The moral slash legal framework. Right. There's a lot of stuff about oxen. A lot and, of stuff about oxen. Yeah. The oxen and what to do if your oxen kills someone else's oxen. If you're an irresponsible oxen owner, I think there's a there's a good bit about some uh, some sorcery, and some uh, and there's a lot about like what you do when people are like spurned marriages and how exactly you treat women as property. Good to get into specifics there. Yeah, it's very. There's a lot of stuff about bride prices and like. And virgin, virgin stuff. It doesn't explain bride prices though. It just explains what to do if. You know what I mean? It, it never says what a – you can kind of put it together what a bride price is, but it, it does just take it for like – it's not like these laws are setting up the concept of a bride price as a thing. It, he's like saying like here's what to do with this thing that already exists. Like here's the rules in regards to paying your bride, bride price or in regards to your slave. Not allowed to have sex with animals, so knock Good. it off. Nice. That's done. Yeah, no sorcery. Glad we got there. <laughs> Well, there were some that was like, I, I, I could sense it coming. I was like, they're about to get into bestiality real quick, you know? Like, they got really in and out of there. Wait, are, are, also, we, are we still summarizing, or are we, like, fully in we, this thing? I mean, so basically, at the, basically, those are sort of the general categories we're going for, and at the very end of the story, the narrative snaps back to, now we're narrating the story again, um, Moses leads the elders of Israel of Israel in this really elaborate sacrifice that I'll be honest I didn't fucking read I skipped the page um cuz it was boring. Oh, also <laughs> God lays right out there. he lays out like Passover, Sukkot and Shavuot as like the three festivals of God. Oh yeah. And uh, that's you important are to the... uh follow them. And then at the very very end Joshua and Moses Squashua if you will. Uh <laughs> mosey on up to the top of Mount Sinai because they're going to get the VIP treatment from old G-D himself. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> yes, Adonai indeed. Oh, also, um, they very explicitly lay out like when you get to these, when you get to this um, promised land, there are going to be. It's gonna be genocide. All these other peoples there, all these idol worshippers, um, and we're gonna take care of them together. <laughs> I just want you to know that that's they're gonna be there. Which I, my note that's on that was just, it's funny because like it really puts a, a a hole in like the Zionist argument that like there's nobody there. You know, because yes. it's like even in your own sacred text, it says like uh, it's God. The yeah. character of God is like, and there's going to be some people there and uh, we're going to get rid of yeah. not and only named. Not only are there people there, but it is your job to destroy them. Yeah, they say basically, fuck the Jebusites, fuck the Hittites, fuck these Hizzites, all these people who currently live there and are presumably happy. You are going to take that all away from them because I said so. So yeah, damn it! I was gonna do that l- the last bar of hit him up, <laughs> and I forgot. You know the part where he's like "fuck so and so" as a motherfucking crew. I really wish I landed. <laughs> that would have been so cool. Um, <laughs> damn. All right. So I think you know as an overarching thought and sort of as we kind of to center our discussion, we're basically looking at it's right after the Ten Commandments. This is like the Jewish code of law in the the Bible. This is kind of the first time we're getting that too. We're done with like disparate stories of wacky old men doing strange things. And not entirely, but we're done with that being the main thing. We're going to go back and forth between narrative and law. But this is like, like this is a central bit of, of like of stating the legal ideas essentially of whoever these people who are that wrote it, because this is at Sinai, God's addressing the Israelite people, you know, directly, they're hearing the word of God. They're all shitting their pants. And the first thing he's like, let's talk about how you keep slaves. Yeah. Uh. And, but, and it also, it, I mean, it, it also just gives you an, an idea of like the types of issues that they're dealing with, you know, which is just like oxen, oxen acting crazy and uh, slaves well, making babies and stuff, you know? But does it give you that? Does it give you an issue, a, a view into the issues that are facing the characters in the story, or the the issues that are facing because the people like at the time when it was being written? You well, know you know, I mean? I'm I'm jumping in here at Exodus 21. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. Um. No, I think you could say that it's it's certainly it seems like it's addressing the um uh the concerns and the needs of the people who surround the people writing it. Right. Because like someone pointed this out last week, but it's like they there's all these rules about like your neighbors this and your neighbors that like as if everyone's like a homeowner. And it's like, no, we're a bunch of like traveling uh, Wilburys. Like we're just, you know, we're just going through the desert. So who who are these rules for then? The reader, I think, like the the Jews. I see. Like, like the, the whole point, I feel like the whole point of the whole thing was so that the people writing it, I mean, I don't know, I'm not a freaking scholar, but it's like the people writing it were write it. It was in service of these rules. And so they spent all this time buttering us up with cute little stories. And now they're like, okay, now here are, here's what you have to do. Like, here's, here's the day to day. It's, it's a set of laws that is much more mundane 
and specific than like the Ten Commandments, where it's like, hey, don't kill. Hey, don't steal. Hey, don't want your neighbor's stuff. This is like we're getting into the minutia of like when things get slightly more complicated. Like if you're negligent with your resources, like is there a punishment for that or do you just get to continue being negligent with them? Or, you know, a bunch of other super dark and terrible shit that we're about to get into. Right. Which, shall we get into it? I would love sure. to. Yeah, I guess we can officially say we're starting from the top, um, and they dive right into slavery. <laughs> so, here's a, what I wanted to say is that, like, what they're, it kinda, what, what they're doing kind of feels like, like pragmatic, like, s- baby step-ism. You know what I mean? Where it's like, nowadays we have people... Who don't want to like, like, like from the perspective of the writers of this, they were like, they weren't trying to like be pro-slavery. They were like, slavery is an, an immovable. Like we cannot imagine a world without slavery. So here are some rules pertaining to that. I actually had an interesting question I want to ask both of you because it's, and it's legitimate. It's not just me being flippant. Um, is the text basically saying that Hebrew, what they refer to as Hebrews, the Israelite people, Jews, are they only allowed to keep slaves that are also Jewish? I mean, it says if, when you acquire a Hebrew slave. It starts I, with Hebrew slave and it's punctuated. Is, it's that slave, that. is that a slave that belongs to a Hebrew or is that ah. uh, a slave oh, that was, is Hebrew? Uh, what I was going to say is that these rules are like, here's how you should treat a, a, your slave if they're a Jew, the implication being that, like, if they're not a Jew, oh. it, it, all all bets are off. There I bet are no you're right. rules. N- nothing. It don't matter. I I I am gonna say this only because the info is in the text, and not because I disagree with you. But um, I I just it it struck me as odd because this text repeats a couple times that you're not supposed to oppress, uh foreigners basically right and i'm just obviously like if the bible decided in some weird mental gymnastics way that slavery wasn't oppression i mean i wouldn't be surprised but it is an odd it's odd that they say this is how you treat your hebrew slaves and then reiterate a couple times that like you're not supposed to fuck with strangers you're not supposed to fuck with people who are not of your tribe you're supposed to treat them well right i think that goes back to slavery being like an immovable thing you know that's just like a part of life and and i feel like there weren't really necessarily mental gymnastics that had to happen because people just had that perspective that it was like oh slaves be slaves you know yeah yeah oh yeah yeah But if the slave declares, I love my master and my wife and children, I do not wish to go free. So that's that's a, um, a hypothetical they make sure to to set out. Oh, so that rule was really fun and dark because basically. Oh, and then he gets his ears pierced um, or one ear. Yeah, well, that's just fashion. Um, <laughs> it's but... called fashion, sweetheart. <laughs> no, it's interesting because it says basically, well, I mean, not interesting. It's bad. It says that if. The, f- the slave that you hypothetically own that you shouldn't have because that's terrible. But um, if they have a family, the family is essentially enslaved to you, right? But, but even if the slave isn't. So after their seven years, which they basically say you can only keep slaves for seven years. If after seven years they say, hey, I know I can be free, but I want to be with my family. You're like, dope. That means I own you forever. Right. 
Um, it's this nice, cool little trick that really uh, just illustrates how, like, the person in power can take things like familial bonds and smash someone else over the head with them. But how Damn, well did this work out for slaves that hated their wife and children? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn, that's that's rough. You know, yeah. Jessica, I wanted to stay around, but my seven years is up. You know, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm a free man like, now. Honey, I love you, but seven years is seven years. <laughs> it's also just insane that, like, the official policy on slaves is, like, catch and release. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and on the grand so... scheme of, like, slavery rules, six years, seven years, what is it? Yeah, six years and the seventy years you should go free. That's not the worst deal in in the history of slavery. Am I wrong? That's like that's like two bachelors, right? Yeah, it's just two bachelors. <laughs> I don't know. I never went to college, but you can do two in six yeah, years, right? Exactly, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's a bachelor's and an associate's degree. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like ten associate's degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess it kind of does the same thing with like. It address it talks about women as if they're property, but then it's like you can't. It kind of like protects them in these certain ways. You know what I mean? It's like if a man decides he's not into the whole relationship anymore, he still has to give her food and shelter and um, conjugal rights. Wait, is, I believe is this that? one of the rules? Okay, wait. Before we get there, sorry, I do want to. I, I do want to make a little bit clear that uh, in this slavery law, everything we're talking about with getting uh, set free after seven years and like, uh, oh, if you have a family and whatever, that is only for men. Yes. If you have a woman slave, they just don't ever get to be free. It's for life. Um, and then the rule that you're talking about is basically like if you have sex, what they call basically marrying your a slave woman. Um, and then you take another w woman, basically. You're still entitled to, uh, or uh, man, the language of this is horrible. So there's no way to say it that sounds like fun or good or remotely appropriate. But no, it's okay. I just I have this on video, and I <laughs> know who you, where you work. So um, I guess, yeah, you know. But we'll basically, see what, what what the what the text says is that like if you marry a slave woman, they basically have the rights of a free woman which is doesn't really seem like a lot of rights but they, like they basically get excluded from the like complete uh and, and utter if, disregard and that's if the master marries the slave woman is that what you're saying yeah that's 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 that set of rules i see yeah um uh, oh yes mostly just dark yeah bad and dark um oh but something interesting about that i don't know this i read chabad so this is uh uh perhaps a translation thing but um it basically says that also one of the things that he has to that the master has to do is like if you have this slave woman you take another uh uh, uh take another wife basically you're not allowed to deprive them of like uh of of food right. you're not allowed to deprive them of clothing and you're not allowed to fuck them less right and then if you do they're free that's conjugal rights right um it in it uh, in the text i read it said marital relations okay right yeah it says here if he marries another he must not withhold from this one her food her clothing or her conjugal rights if he fails her in these three ways she shall go free without payment which is the best deal in all of the, in all of it yeah that's kind of surprising actually that it would like just the, even the implication that like she would be able to go free on something that like 
where it would be her word versus the master's word. I guess that is proof maybe that it's bullshit. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine a lot of people being like, let's listen to the slave. That's a great point. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm sure there were a lot of slave ladies being like, Hey, this guy's not fucking me enough. (laughs) Yeah. It's like how, like every like big city's mayor is like, I'm going to have all the police uh, sign up a, a big piece of paper that says that they don't like punching people. Exactly. Okay. Well, it's all optics. Did that officer just punch another officer to be first in line? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That's, yeah, that's what would happen. Uh, No, cops don't kill each other. They just kill us. Um, I feel like sometimes they do. Shouts out Chrissy D. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Anyway. um, I like this rule. This one's next. He who fatally strikes a man shall be put to death. If he did not do it by design, but it came about by an act of God, I will assign you a place to which he can flee. So does that mean that if... I like that one too, yeah. If you kill someone and you meant to do it, you have to die. But if you kill someone by accident, uh, God is like, come with me. Here, he gives you a little hiding spot. So what do you do? Yeah, like what do you do at that point? You just like, say you got, you accidentally killed somebody, however that happens. And then you just have to wait. So for God to tell you where to go? Well, yeah, yeah, and it's also just kind of like, yeah, if you kill someone and it's an accident, like, run away. I like, see. <laughs> no, I think it's a, it's, it's. I think uh, not to be a downer about it, but I think it's a pragmatic like, or it's a pragmatic rule in the sense that basically, like, if you killed someone and it was an accident and they could prove it was an accident, like, we're not gonna put you to death, but uh, you're not allowed to hang around it. Yeah, you got to like, go. Yeah, so they basically send you into exile, but they don't, like, necessarily condemn you to death. They basically are like, hey, there's a town over there, and, like, just go there, and then if you ever hear of us again, go further. So, I don't know. That's, um, that's like, an odd bit of of mercy in the text, where a lot of it is just like, if anything happens, you kill them. (laughs) Yeah, you're stoned. (laughs) You stoned. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Trump said when I applied to be on The Apprentice, but my eyes were all red when I got there. You like, Can you do buddy. that one more time? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You stoned. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to an oxen. <laughs> <laughs> Just one oxen. Yeah. Um, okay. He who insults his father or mother shall be put to death. My only note about that was like, I'll bet you that was popular with the parents for a long time. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That was just like a disgruntled father who was like, well, put this in there too. (laughs) He's like, my my son always talks back to me and is always telling me about his punk rock records and I think we should kill him. Yes, exactly. Or not even, even if parents didn't necessarily want to kill their kids, they like to be able to be like, hey, you know what they say, if you do say anything against me, you're going to die. Like, it's a cudgel. Oh, it's the encapsulation of the phrase, I brought you into this world and I can take you I'll out take of it. I'll take you out, exactly. And like, what's the bar Attributed the to a great person. You can look <laughs> that one up, folks. Great guy. No, bad guy. Not a great guy. Um, There's Bill Cosby. Anyway. But, but like, how, how, like, what's the lowest insult that you could throw at your mom or your dad? Like, like, where's the, where do you draw the line? I'd say anything. I'd say even saying, like, 
asking your mom like where the up dog is could, <laughs> could get you smited in this. Yeah, you're stoned for that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty funny. I mean, you could also just disgrace your father or mother. Like that's kind of insulting. Like if you just become like, like a like a burnout or something. Ooh, that's that's, that's an the interesting worst read. thing could be is a burnout. <laughs> yeah. If you don't yeah. go to college, you will be put to death. Sorry, mom. That's yeah. That's a little bit the deal. But anyway, I mean, um, again, very popular with the uh, parent crowd for a long time, I believe. Oh, and then it also says that, yeah, if you hurt someone but don't kill them, then you're fine. You don't have to, like, die or anything, but you have to pay for their medical – for their – it says pay for his idleness and his cure. So, like, the money he would have made at work and also his medical bills. Yeah, you, you have to pay his disability, basically. You have to pay in workers' comp. This has got to be the most reasonable rule on here, I think. I think, yeah – I think maybe that and don't fuck goats. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, but it's interesting. I don't know. I've been reading a lot of oh, the fucking socialist theory or whatever. But the word. Of course you um, have. <laughs> what? Of course you have. Did you read this in line waiting at the no, no effects store? <laughs> no, but the word idleness is interesting to me because it implies like, it's like you have to pay his unemployment, but Again, that kind of goes back to the point of, like, these people are wandering in the desert and they're be being given rules that would apply to a much more complicated society. Well, I think, actually, it makes more sense in the context of, like, uh, a roving band of people where, like, honestly, for everyone's survival, like, you really can't have someone just hanging around, even though I know that that's what Moses and all the fucking elders are doing. But, like, if someone could be going and finding a source of water or could and be going to find, you know, some source of food or whatever or a place where they can, like, graze their cattle and then someone else breaks their fucking leg, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You've yeah. lost a pretty me valuable member of the society. Right. But by saying that the, the, the leg puncher has to pay for the guy's – the person's, like, idleness or whatever would imply that, like – I don't know that it wouldn't that that would even even be a concept then. You know what I mean? That like he it implies like that they money like the existence of a whole system, doesn't it? Yeah, they have a system of money. The way I see it is just like by pay for this idleness, like you got to make sure that there's somebody there delivering him his meals for the day, his water, like emptying his piss bucket and shit. Not necessarily like like paying for it with money, but like making sure it happens. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, like I'm I guess with I that. guess there's there's two ways to look at it. Number one, they talk about money a lot in this uh, in this text right now in 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 the middle. Oh, of this. you're right. So I don't know. They what do else. have some sort of money, but also I think a lot of it is exactly what Orion said, which is just like you gotta like you're basically responsible for taking care of this person because if you hadn't fucked them up, it wouldn't have been an issue. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a good rule. Um, don't no hitting. Yeah. <laughs> Just Plus, no, like idleness no is no is a is a big deal. Like if you can't fucking do your chores, yeah, little weasel, they have to hire a whole other chore weasel yeah. to do them for you. Yep, okay, <laughs> and that's just wasting money, John. I love chore weasels so much. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, when men fight and one of them pushes a pregnant woman and a miscarriage results, 
the one responsible shall be fined according as the woman's husband may exact from him the payment to be based on reckoning. That's so specific. It really is. It it's it's another one that we might put into the category of like that definitely happened to somebody who is writing this and they wanted to get right. it. Right. I feel the same way. There's another one if I may just skip ahead. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah, yeah. To- totally. There's another one where it feels like even more like it's almost petty and it's it's uh 2133. It's when a man opens a pit or digs a pit. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and digs a pit and does not cover it, and an ox or an ass falls into it, the one responsible for the pit must make restitution. And it just feels like the guy writing that was like, I'm going to get you back, Steve, for digging that fucking pit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, it's so specific. Yeah, I can see him writing that, like, just furiously scribbling. Yeah. The one who dug the pit must pay restitution. Yeah, you can tell he had one one specific person in mind. And then the, the pregnant, the, like, if men fight and push a pregnant woman, that feels like an urban legend, you know, like, that that happened or something. It seems so unlikely that that would happen. You'd have to be yeah, so careless. Yeah, it's careless. like a Family Guy episode. Like, they're getting to a shoving match, and then all of a sudden they bump into, like, a, an onlooker who is nine months pregnant. Exactly. And like, if I may if I may just criticize the pregnant woman for standing so close to a brawl. <laughs> all these. Yeah, you, yeah, you gotta can always get. criticize pregnant women on this yeah. podcast, Orion. <laughs> Any chance I can to, to blame a, no a pregnant woman. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, I just thought that right after that, too, um, there's this fun line. I didn't actually write down what the actual text is, but um, it's this kind of horrible but beautiful in its simplicity way that the Bible states its its own moral logic, um, where it basically says, like, an eye for an eye, a tooth and a tooth for a tooth, a life for a life, a goat for a goat, like... Follow this, for follow, like for like. Yeah, like this is a. Uh, it's not. It's not just that. Like this is a harsh um, way of looking at like problems and, and and legal things and whatever. This is a in a weird way a purely transactional way of looking at the world. Essentially, like oh, I lost an eye because of something you did. You have to pay me back your eye. Essentially, does it actually solve any of the problems? Not really, but. It seems quote unquote fair because if you view everything in life as a transaction uh, morally as well, then it does make sense. It solves the problem of uh, not having a cool eye to keep in a, an eyeball to keep in a jar on your nightstand. It definitely solves that problem. Can you can you imagine the week leading up to your sentence of when they're going to have to pull your eye out? I'd like, be looking at everything. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be uh, recognizing depth like every single day, take, taking mm-hmm. it in. Be like, oh man, that book is farther away from me on the shelf. <laughs> yes. Oh wow, exactly. <laughs> One day I won't be able to tell. And that'll be sad. God, I, having an eye pulled out has got also, to be. Also, best case scenario though, they're not saying like anything tragic happened. They're just saying like, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. That's a fair deal. Like right. If I, I give if I give you an eye, you should give me your eye. Same thing with teeth. <laughs> but this doesn't even. It's interesting because like, what if the guy who lost his eye like deserved to get his ass beat? You know what I mean? I mean that's again, that's transactional. Like yeah, 
maybe they get another punishment levied on them, but you still give them their eye because that's what's quote unquote fair. Right. Or that's yeah. Damn. And then it says a lot of a lot of eye stuff. They really uh they're all about the eyes. Yeah, it says when a man strikes eyes. the eye of his slave, male or female, and destroys it, he shall let him go free on account of his eye. Not so, bad. I so mean like, would you would you guys trade an eye for freedom? Oh yeah. yeah I mean of the senses I use the least. Yeah. <laughs> you still no, have I another eye. I think you got one eye. You can still see. Well, the next rule is like, if he knocks out the tooth of his slave, I would much yeah, rather get, my, get a tooth. Yeah, get one of my molars. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm just chew on the other side of my mouth. I oh, don't. the tooth! I would. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I would definitely piss off someone enough to punch me hard enough in the mouth <laughs> so that I could go th- go free. Yeah. Hopefully, they don't hit you right in the cheek, just like perfectly in between both teeth and eyes. I'll angle into it. I'll... Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think um I think we're in Oxtown. Yeah, if, we're in uh, Oxtown. If we don't have anything else to say about uh, the the no hitting sub sub rules, ah, uh, just that this is all terrible. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the part about widows and orphans yet, have we? Nope. Because that one's fun. That one kind of has eye for an eye vibes. I'm gonna open up uh, Oxtown, as it were, with uh, Oxford. You could call it. With just that, I was really hoping there's this rule about what what you do with uh, a bull if it kills another person. And I just, I thought maybe in this weirdly pragmatic way, the Bible would be like, well, the bull is good food and it's a valuable asset, so we can't just kill the bull. So I guess we'll have to kill the master. But that's not actually how it works. And I'm very disappointed. Yeah, not only that, they're like, if the ox acts up, we're going to kill it. We're not even going to eat it. Yeah, that's that's just fucking dumb. That's a waste. I don't even, yeah. As if as if the bull, as if the ox would be insulted by that, you know? It's like, oh, you're not going to eat me? <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, oh, I showed you. Yeah. You're not even going to eat my Oh, do you meat. think that's what it is? That they're, like, dunking on the ox extra by being like, you're so disgusting, you go in the trash. That is, that is even... what I, that's how I read it. And that is kind of like, you know, like, like, um, if you look at, like, kosher rules, like, a lot of them are kind of based around, like, animals being, like, n- too disgusting to eat, you know? Like, some bottom feeders or something like that. So, like, it is almost right. saying, like, yeah, you dirty, naughty ox, we're not even going to eat you. You stoned. Also, it is it is kind of funny how they talk about, like, there, there's a, a, a lot of this uh, pit and ox talk can be kind of tied to, like, gross negligence, which is kind of nice. I definitely wouldn't think that the Bible came down on the, like, yeah, if you don't put up proper safety measures, like, you're responsible. Right. Um, I wasn't expecting that, but I think a really fun one is the one where, basically, if the the ox is acting up constantly and someone is just like, no, he's just playful, he's just a fun boy, let the ox be the ox, and then it kills someone, they're like, look, that guy is responsible. I, I'd like that, too, because I, I don't know. I think it just says something to pet owners who have uh, slobbery dogs who are poorly trained like, dogs. He loves people. And it's like, yeah, that's the problem. That's the whole problem. Because, because the rule, the rules here is that, that if the ox hurts somebody once, like that's a warning. But if it happens again, the owner. But dies. it's kind of confusing because it also says like if the ox hurts somebody 
I guess what maybe it's like if a guy somebody owns multiple oxen and one of his oxes hurts somebody, then they just kill that ox. But then if another one of his oxen hurts somebody, because it says if an oxen hurts someone, it's dead, right? They kill it. Well, I think That's what one it's of the basically saying is which like, also just, that the, f- <laughs> the idea of having a rule that applies to auction is so funny. Like they can't fucking read this. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's an ox. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I think the pragmatic read of this is just stuff about like animal behavior because there aren't a lot of animals that like don't give you any kind of warning before they fuck you up. Right. Like the ones that do that are just trying to eat you, and right. like you know, good luck. And I mean, we kind of have similar rules today, which is like if um. If like uh, if like a wolf or something gets into livestock, like the the general consensus is like you have to like kill that wolf or kill that bear because it's just gonna keep doing that once it's learned like where the easy meal is. Like, don't they yeah. kill? Don't they kill bears that like come to campgrounds and shit? I would not be shocked. I don't think they kill bears that come to campgrounds. I think if they if anything kills and eats a person. You're they done. kill that one you gotta because, yeah, because if a if a grizzly bear figures out that we're not a threat to them, if we don't have anything with us, which is absolutely true, then they'll fuck us up every day of the week. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's probably like my like most conservative view is like grizzly bear. You can't just have a grizzly bear walking around. <laughs> got to got to assert your dominance. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of inclined to agree where it's like, all right, like, you know. No, I'm definitely not, like, I, I don't judge anybody for the choice they make to kill a grizzly bear unless they totally didn't have to. There's actually plenty of situations where I would judge you for doing that. Yeah, but if it's if you in went your out, house. Grizzly bear hu- yeah, yeah, if it's in your house. If it shows up. And, and you happen to have a gun. And it's got a gun, like, too. How did it get that? And if that grizzly bear digs a pit, I'm killing it. <laughs> no, but it's, and it's also, like, yeah, if a grizzly bear is in your house and you have a gun, like, congrats on actually being one of the people who like ended up needing a gun <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there you go because that's your main advantage over a grizzly yeah the nra is just gonna like latch on to that one story for sure <laughs> right um i i think it's funny maybe this is maybe this is wrong to think is funny but i think it's kind of hilarious the image of an ox being stoned like that seems like y'all probably have better ways to kill an ox. No, right? you're so right. <laughs> yeah, that that's is, a lot of rocks. <laughs> just people throw like there's like you see the people stoning the ox, and then to the side you see like a bunch of people like icing their arms. Like yeah. it's just been hours. Yes, they're, <laughs> they're like little pebbles. <laughs> and the, the the fucking bull is doing that thing that animals do where they flick their tails back and forth when they're annoyed. Yes, they're, it's like totally fine. Like it, it would seems like it would be. A hard thing to do to kill an ox with a bunch of rocks, you know? Right. It's like, um, it's like if it was like Orion, like you broke the social code, so now uh, we're gonna tie you to a post and throw milk duds at you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's a great proportional thing. <laughs> Until you die. Yes. How long would that? Do you think there's a point? I, we would have to get a whole bunch of them and like really. I don't think it'd be he's hard dying to kill someone with. The- Oh, what an adorable little kitty cat. Oh, yeah, we got... This is a 20-year-old cat right here. Uh, he's a shoulder cat. Are you going out for... Are you going out for 21st or... Uh... Oh, shit, we just might. She's actually... She's from Egypt, this cat. Oh. Boo! <laughs> so she's an oppressor. Boo, Egypt. Yeah, she's an oppressor. No, just kidding. Exactly. Wait, okay, can I pitch something to you guys? Because it says right here, it says... 
When a man steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it, he shall pay five oxen for the ox and four sheep for the sheep. So I'm picturing, okay, what I'm pitching is a movie where a guy, like, he steals a sheep and he gets caught and he has to repay with four more sheep. And then he just he steals four more sheep and he just gets way in over his head. And so he, <laughs> he, he, he owes, like, uh, 256 sheep or whatever yes. the number would be. This is like this is a great old world uh, sitcom for sure. Um, yeah, well, when I read that, I was like, "That's kind of a lot to expect from a guy who just t- stole a sheep." Is to I'm just so like, glad you said that. Yeah, it's like, I, I remember reading it and being like, five oxen for one yeah. ox." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you know who has five oxen laying around is the guy that just stole an oxen. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <coughs> Fucking overdraft fees, you know. I mean, yeah, it really uh, is. Like, did you steal a candy money from bar? Okay. With no money. Well, if you stole a candy bar, that's worth sixty nine cents. So we're going to take your car. Yeah. Seems like it's a it's a bit of a stretch. I can see there being a lot of disappointed people who got their ox stole, and they're like, ah, oh, actually, to be honest, you get half or, an ox that or he sold. people who try to play the long game and like leave their uh, leave their sheep out in a precarious place to get stolen and then spy and try to catch that guy and get five sheep you can oh. start yeah you can start your whole farm that way there was definitely a whole line of like those fake insurance people in like russia where they like very cheesily like a car will stop by the stop sign and then they throw themselves on the hood of the car right that's like, like the whole reason they have dash cams dash in cams. russia yeah because yeah. they're like hella insurance fraud there is definitely like a, a very nice looking sheep left in the field every now and then. I'm sure with a know. dash cam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so then it, the next thing it says is if the thief is seized well tunneling and he is beaten to death, there's no blood guilt in his case. So is that does that just mean that like the person who beat him to death is innocent because he was uh, stealing? Well, what is a tu- what does tunneling mean? Um I, I assume that means stealing. In I, my translation it said breaking in. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So I think what it's basically saying is Tunnel you're not some... at fault if someone is trying to enter your house and you kill them because there's no right. way to know what their intentions are. The, what's the a lot law of people in Texas? love that rule. Yeah, very popular rule. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people <laughs> base their whole personalities off of that particular rule. You're talking about stand your ground law, right? Yeah, I am, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, yeah I think... Um, I think in a weird way, the Bible gets it more right that, like, it has to happen in your home. Right. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's the difference is that, yeah, the idea of st- yeah, standing your ground applying in public is fucking nonsense. What ground? But it actually doesn't say anything about it being in your own home here. No, I, I, I mostly pull that from the imp- implication that they're breaking in and you right. can't break into, like— the field because Wait, tunneling. the next the yeah. next line is if the sun has risen on him there is blood guilt in that case he must make restitution so why are they talking why are they talking about the sun they're just nerds <laughs> <laughs> okay no I, I i get that that i'm i'm not compelled by it either okay but what are they talking about what if it's a horoscope thing it's like if the moon is in venus well <laughs> Um, yeah, I ha- I could not tell you. I think it's like if you kill him, but you don't report it until the sun comes up, maybe. Or maybe it's that you don't find them until the daytime because they just suck at breaking in. I think this just means if he gets caught, 
in this in the daylight after the fact. So, Wait, so is that real that they're like you're only in trouble if you get caught? Is that kind of rules? I think it's like if you get caught in the act, I'm allowed to kill you. But if I find you, if I find you the next day and I'm like, "Hey, I have evidence that you broke into my house and stole X, Y, and Z," then I can't kill you, but you have to make restitution. So it it quite literally is standard ground law because it's like if you're in my space, I can kill you, but if you're not an immediate threat to me because you're not in my space, then you just have to pay me back. Okay, that makes sense. That's um, what I'm gathering. Also, fun little uh, fun little deal with that one um, is if they're unable to pay for the restitution, then they become your slave. <laughs> Yeah, like a Saved by the Bell episode. Yeah, and that's a lot of people. I'm sure that was a lot of people who couldn't pay back five ox who became slaves. Yeah, of course. Oh, of course, because I wrote that like there's never going to be a point in this text where where the the people writing these rules are like, I guess, you know, on that one, we'll take a loss. Yeah, like it's always going to be financial gain or it's going to be slavery. Like they make that pretty fucking clear. Yeah. And it's also like it feels trite to like draw parallels between this and like the U.S. prison system. But like they are there. So I guess that's all I'll really say is just like. The more you don't have, they they make you pay something they know you won't have, and then there's a punishment for not having that, and then there's a punishment for the being late on the thing for the right. forms for that, and you're just fucked. It just so. it just adds up. I mean, this I think more more than I think the other stuff that we've read so far in the Bible, the Torah, the five books of Moses. Um, this is the one that has I think the most like. It's not that like. We literally wrote our laws to be like, this is the Bible. This is cool. Let's put it in there. But like, this has been the foundation of moral thought in the Western world for so long that like, it's kind of inescapable that you would read these rules laid out fucking thousands of years ago and see the parallels in our in our modern society because this is how we've decided. This is the thing we decided we're gonna run with. Yeah, and right. down to the na- down to the very law, like standard ground law. Like we have our own version of most of these things outside of like literal slaves. And like the whole function of a lot of these systems is to reproduce themselves. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like I don't know, it's just built into the the thing or the rule that it will carry on generation to generation yeah. and it'll I mean, affect- and biblical texts are just inherently like frameworks for like the way that we conduct ourselves on like government levels and just Moral yeah, ways. and I and these ideas they spread uh, virally, and like I don't really just mean to say that in the sense of like oh pandemic time or like in the internet sense, but that's how it works. You know, the yeah. idea basically gets laid out and it gets replicated when it's used to resolve a conflict, and then some number of people are are happy with that result and then it just continues to propagate and propagate and propagate to the point that there's a lot of aspects of this morality in particular we haven't updated in 2021 right which is uh oh that, that was serious and dark um <laughs> I mean, it, it's real though can i oh well, get us to the next uh rule which is also yeah. kind of a transition rule which i also just generally agree with which is that arsonists are liable for arson 
Wait, which one is this? It's uh, it's the one where it's like, hey, if a guy lights a fire and the fire burns down a bunch of shit, the guy who lit the fire is responsible. No fire god craziness. None of this, like, I don't know. Like, but what was she doing? Just leaving out that flammable grain. Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> That's somebody in the in the writer's room was mad at their neighbor, Flamey Greg. And... <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I'm almost like, when I was reading it, I'm almost like relieved when it comes up to these like just logistical, like, hey, if you're irresponsible, you're going to get in trouble. You know, like I'd rather those, like it, it's comforting to read those kinds instead of like <laughs> the slavery ones, which is yeah. like, <laughs> it's just like. Right. But what's sort of disturbing is the way in which they switch back and forth between, like, this is how you should treat your slaves, like, this is how women, um, you should treat women as property, and also, like, um, don't, like, trip trip blind people, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I imagine it as, like, a circle of presumably all men and like everyone's got varying things that they're that they're all fired up about and there's probably one or two cool and collected ones it's like hey can we focus on the stuff where it's like you know the the, the obvious stuff but if we don't put it in that's gonna there's gonna be questions and we don't want there to be questions about it right and then there's like uh the elite like really powerful men with hella slaves who are like we gotta start with the slave rules (laughs) yeah um, Which brings me to the outburst of this of someone in this proposed circle that I, I just described, where someone in the middle of all this discussion about liability, what what's worth what, how do we deal with people who are irresponsible, someone comes out and just yells, no witches! <laughs> are you talking Not about the mention- sorcerers? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. No, but- it shares... They somebody did that and someone else yelled, "Yeah, no fucking animals!" And they were no, no having sex with your 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 livestock, <laughs> you know. And then they're like, "Okay, you guys are getting the same line. You have to share yeah. one bar together." Well, I'd I, like I, I'd like to imagine that this guy was yelling out, "And no one can fuck sheep!" Like every ten seconds, and then finally they were like, "All right, no one can fuck sheep. We'll put it in." <laughs> I honestly, I imagine the the person with the no sorceress's lines interrupting the person, and then they go back to him, and he's just like, I was going to say no fucking goats, but yeah, <laughs> yeah no sorceress is good, too. I'm into that. You can have that one first. Yeah. Take my turn, bro. I love, like, the, 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 it's translated here, you shall not tolerate a sorceress, and it that kind of reads to me, it's like, uh... It's almost like a motivational thing. It feels like, uh, like, like, come on, like, like, yes, queen, like, you don't got to deal with no bullshit. It's like, you don't got to tolerate <laughs> sorcerers. <laughs> <laughs> like, you deserve better than a sorceress. <laughs> oh, my God. It also says that a fun rule is that if you're if someone has you watch their stuff for them and it gets stolen, then you have to um, promise God that you didn't steal it. So I think it's it, I'm just imagining the situation where you're like at a cafe and someone's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Can you watch my laptop? And then they come back and it's not there. And they're like, what happened? And you're like, I didn't steal it. And then that's that. <laughs> that is that. I mean, what? some guy took it. Yeah. One of the things I think is very interesting ab- ab- about this this chapter is, um, I mean, I think there would be people who would argue against this, but I would say since we've taken like 
in the chapter previous, all the commands were the Ten Commandments. They're the most important thing because they happen first. You can kind of say then that the rest of all these rules kind of happen in order of importance, right? And it is wild to me that there's no witchy people in society comes before don't fuck goats. Like, that's the same level of fucking of shit we're talking about is like, no herbs and sage, no free-flowing dresses, no fucking Fleetwood Mac. Right. And then also no fucking, no, you can't put your dick in a cow. Also, these people have the, they have the chutzpah to say like, hey, we don't want any witches or anyone who practices sorcery at our, uh, when we make sacrifices to God. We don't want them there when we're... Yeah, when we're doing our Making magic. sacrifices at an altar. Like... <laughs> Okay, but I like the, it. I almost wish it went more into the sort. Like, what do you do with a sorceress? You know, like if you don't tolerate one, like, do we get to stone it? Like, what are we talking here? You know what I mean? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Probably go with the age old tradition. Yeah. Also, this is a this is a que- this is a legitimate question that I don't think we're gonna answer because none of us are, are fucking nerds like that. But um, I'm kind of curious about the word in Hebrew and whether the word has a gender specific meaning in the same way that sorceress in english does we gotta get a god dork on here yeah we gotta get one of those fucking losers on here no no yeah if you're listening you're not a loser i mean so like sorcerer would be like the male version and sorceress would be the female oh that's a great question i mean i'm i'm yeah i almost feel like it's like like i bet it means something close to witch in hebrew and and would have like a like a feminine um so it's just another sexist thing where like if if a man is like turning a a scorpion into a dog they're like boys will be boys yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) well like a sort like like a a sorcerer could be i don't know there's something about a sorcerer that uh He's making shit happen, and then a sorceress is just like up to no good. It's fucking with your with with uh, with destiny and shit, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't say any of that to try and defend the text. I just I'm just curious because it's like because if it's one of those things where it's like it has also like a feminine meaning, but that's not quite what they mean. I don't know if it's just right. that women be doing weird shit. I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. You know, it's just, I mean, the text is set in a pretty low bar. For it just, us. it seems so weird that we have, like, very specific rules for, like, how, like, if ox be acting up, like, we know exactly how to deal with ox. But if, in case you encounter a witch, like, you don't really have a good guide of what to do. Yeah, especially since, according to this text, they are surrounded by magic constantly. Yeah, totally. And Damn, then one true. line for witches. Point. Yeah, and they're like, don't tolerate the bad (laughs) ones. Don't tolerate. (laughs) Like, what does that mean? So so, we don't read Hebrew. No one here reads Hebrew, huh? I very, like, I don't really. I can can sound out what the letters are saying. Like, I know what sound each letter makes. I used to be able to do that. I can read. I cannot comprehend. Right. Okay. I I can't. I use, when I, like, back when I was, like, getting bar mitzvah in Hebrew school, I could read it, but never knew what the hell I was reading. Yeah, I don't think any of us ever got past that point. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big step. Okay. If you lend money to my people, to the poor among you, do not act towards them as a creditor. Exact no interest from them. Bitch. I mean, I think that's interesting, too, because it says that you can... It basically is implying that, like, if the person is of resources and wealthy, charge the shit out of them. It doesn't matter. But if they're poor, you don't get to, like, fuck them up with interest. 
Right. Which is an interesting take that I was not expecting. Um, I yeah, mean, it's, it's it's tied in with a bunch of other stuff that contradicts it, but it's yeah. like a nice, you know, somebody on the left, like, contingent of the writer's room kind of got a couple of things in there. Even right. amongst the things totally. that go and right against their beliefs or whatever. There's some other rules that kind of have that vibe to them. Like, like if, if, if you're like pursuing money, I, I forget which one it is exactly. I'm sure it's close to here, but it's basically just like be merciful to the poor. Yeah. I think there's, and it one. comes right after this very interesting one that we kind of take in, like, especially in like, more liberal reform Judaism, we take this line kind of seriously where we're like, oh, you shall not mistreat or oppress a stranger because you were mistreated and oppressed in right. Egypt. And like, okay, it kind of would be like whatever if it was just a throwaway line. But then the following verse right after that is the one you were talking about where it's like, if you fuck up like a foreign person who's staying amongst you's family, like for whatever reason, God is like, I will fuck your shit up so fucking bad. <laughs> Wait, which what what line are you talking about? Uh, the, it's it's the combination of the one where it's like, hey, you shout, you should not mistreat a stranger or oppress them, and then it's also like, if you make a widow or a orphan out of like a stranger's family or whatever, basically right. killing a foreigner, that I will do the exact same thing to you. Um. Which is also funny, too, because just because of the story of Passover and everything, it's really funny to me because I imagine God is like, you don't get to kill the foreigners. I kill the foreigners. Yeah, that's my job. <laughs> yeah. But I'm then, the one who rains hellfire down. You fucking sit there and you fucking do your job. But weren't we saying that later? It's also like also those people over there. Oh, yeah. Gonna... We'll get into the. the yeah. It's... Right. But he almost is turning them to this uh, two different categories. He's like. Like, yeah, don't mistreat the stranger, but, like, kill idol worshippers. Yes. If they're in our land. Which kind of imp it has this weird implication where it's like, yeah, anybody's welcome as long as they accept Hashem as their, yeah. like, as long as they're one of us and they uh, hand over their foreskin and, right. you know. It's assuming that these foreigners are not idol worshippers. Yeah. I think the best way you could read it is that uh, it's almost like a physical barrier, right? Like, this is the line that sits here. And on this side, even if you're a foreigner, we don't mistreat you and whatever. But if you're on that side, we'll fuck you up until that part of that side is now our side. Yes. Yeah. Which, like, okay, you know, that's... I feel like that's backwards. That's a backwards way of getting to unity and peace. Oh, and then, just to be clear that there are dogs... He says, you must not eat flesh torn by beasts in the field. You should shall cast it to the dogs. So, oh. Well, I was confused on that one. Like, um, what flesh torn in the fields? I think that's, uh, that's meat that's been partially consumed by other animals. So if a leopard comes and fucks up I your see. ox, you don't get to eat. I see. So that ox is officially trash. Yeah. So leave it to your dogs. But Which I'm going to say this. That must have led to like some wasteful situations. Like, imagine you come out and you like, like a wolf has taken like one bite out of an ox, you know? You're, or something yeah. like. It just seems wasteful. It's it's kind of like assuming that these people are like not like hanging on by one ox, you know? Yeah, I think um, it's like Paris Hilton like having her little 
dog, like, have a whole, like, mansion of a doghouse, but she also, like, is just feeding it, like, just ox on ox on ox. <laughs> Fresh ox every time. I always yes. kill a cow when it's time for her to eat. The dog eats, like, five bites of ox, and then it's just died. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Part of me gets that in the sense that, like, I could see why, like, especially back then, you might think that if you eat stuff that, like, a, a wolf is chewed, it might give you some diseases. Yeah, and, and rightfully so. And, I mean, like, a lot of, like, a lot of, like, kosher rules are, are like, kind of based out of, out of that. And, and it is, is kind of, like, would be, like, nullified by, like, like modern, like, yeah medicine and stuff. But it seems like if you had, like, Matt, if you have, like, five ox to your name and that's it that's your whole livelihood and one of them goes down like that seems like a lot to give up you know i think depending on where it was bit maybe take a leg yeah i would take a leg <laughs> take a who's leg gonna, who's gonna punish you for that too you know what i mean literally god <laughs> yeah exactly uh, you really gotta believe in god to give up a whole ox yeah Okay, here's this really fun, uh, like, nice, completely contradictory, and one is very, I think actually you could read into it as being very good, and uh, one being very bad. I think it's interesting that the first one that I'm talking about, right after Don't Eat Roadkill, which is what the last rule essentially was, um, is that it basically says that you can't justify yourself in a court of God or morally to yourself to commit a bad thing just because everyone is doing it. Like if the majority of people are doing something that is wrong, you're not, you're not exempt from the blame be just because a lot of people were doing it. So is and that I like, like the jumping off the bridge thing? Like, would you jump up off a bridge if everyone's jumping off a bridge? I think the good read of that is like, if you see something fucked up in the world, then you don't get to have a free pass just because you're like, oh, everyone was doing it. Right. Um, you know, funny that this happens in the text about slavery and all that. Um, and but I was like, wh where are you looking right now? Um, I don't have the verse, but it basically says that you, uh, it's like you can't misuse justice in a way that uh, is this. I think I found it. Yeah, like vindicates like you, you. Nor because shall you. You shall neither side with the mighty. To do wrong. Okay, I got or it. Or shall you show deference to a poor man in his dispute? Yeah. And then right after that, it's followed by the line, for I will not vindicate a guilty person, which is just like, oh, fuck. I can't be fucking guilty because I was found innocent. <laughs> like. Interesting. So what are you saying? That like. I think it's, it's dark. just a way for people to be like, eh, I got the God pass. Yeah, exactly. It's right. like, well. God never did, made anything happen in the clouds, so that means that I'm innocent. Right. There, There's another part where it, it's different, but it's similar thematically, where he says, like, no women of, of the Israelites will be barren or miscarry, which is fucked up because it's just kind of telling any Israelite Jewish woman who is pregnant or miscarry or is, is barren or miscarry. It's like, yeah, um... Not, not only a, did that happen, but you're also not one of us. And, yeah, you know, you're you gone. You feel ashamed. <laughs> that is fucked up beyond belief. <laughs> what a bummer. I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of uh, took a few steps to get there, but that's kind of yeah. Weird. Well, like, the Bible is asking you to take some steps, so <laughs> yeah, be a real Jew. Don't miscarry. 
Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> was that the was that the new come to Israel now that coronavirus is over campaign? Yeah. Did they do one of those? <laughs> no. Okay. Cause... Oh my god. I I'm sure they will though. Oh, they will. Everyone, everywhere will. Yeah, but like, they're aren't they not the first people to be like fully, at least all the Jews, just like fully vaccinated? Um, I they I have don't no. They know. it's yeah no. It is they have like they have like twenty billion extra vaccinations and like that's that's a fake number, but they have a bunch of extra vaccinations that they aren't giving to Palestinians. Yeah, I, I've like, heard about that. Yeah. Hmm. Just giving it out and. Happy meals. I don't know. I wish I was surprised. <laughs> I'm not. Um, Wait, okay, no, I'm just picturing like uh, Netanyahu with a bunch of track marks in his arm because he can't stop giving himself the vaccine. Oh you can maybe God. cut that out. You can. Uh, uh, we'll see about that one. <laughs> um, here's something interesting that's like, I don't know if it's about the translation or whatever, because it's only interesting because a lot of Jewish people keep kosher. Is the kosher thing only in reference to like specific holidays? No, kosher all kosher is all the time. Twenty four seven kosher forever. In the text, it's like it's it's basically like, hey, here's some of the festivals, and when you do these kinds of special festival things, we kind of play by different rules. Blah 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 blah. Don't bathe a a kid in its mother's milk. Don't boil a kid in its mother's milk. So that was the weirdest line. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, you're not supposed to get a bunch of milk really hot and then, like, <laughs> drop a baby cow in it and be like, ha, 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 it is literally the milk of your mother. <laughs> it's insane. It is, yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to slightly correct you with that just because of the translation. It's interesting, not interesting, but it's specific enough that that's not a baby cow. That's just a baby goat. You should really? not boil okay. a kid in its mother's milk. Yeah, kids are kids are baby goats, but Cats like are baby cows. So is that a thing that they do? Is that they boil them in their? I mother's think they milk? meant it like how people call themselves like call themselves the kid, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like good kid, mad city kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 cool guys get burned in this fucking town. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an insane vibes visual. only. Boiling a kid in its mother's milk is an insane vision. And I, w- I will admit, I was imagining a human kid in its mother's breast milk. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's all sorts of dark. Yeah, but it's not off, really off brand for the rest of what we've been reading. No. I mean, I just, I, I, I don't know. This is, it seems so weird that they drop the like, all of this really specific stuff, and then also the lamest, most arbitrary thing right right at the end. Right. Well, it also feels like it's like God got all this like uh, like uh, boring stuff out of the way, and he's like, all right, now let's get to the festivals, all right? And I'm going to need three. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine He laying, loves his festivals. Yeah, imagine just it. laying out the rules for whatever your society is, and you're like, no murder, this, 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 whatever, and everyone's getting a little tired, and you're ramping it up, and you're like, festivals, this is how you worship me. Last thing I gotta leave you with, no salami sandwiches. <laughs> now, how about a jubilee? <laughs> I mean, I had... And then he says, I mean, we can go into detail, he says he's gonna kill the Hivites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, 
um, because they're idol worshippers. Which, again, I guess that's different from oppressing strangers. Like, I, yeah. the Bible seems to think so. But yeah, just the f- he, he goes, I will send a plague ahead of you, and it shall drive out before you the Hivites, the Canites, the Canaanites, and the Hittites. But like with, in the context of the pandemic, and I'm like, please, no plagues. Uh, <laughs> that'll spread well, and to yeah, us. And then he says, like, I will drive them out before you little by little until you have increased and possessed the land. So it is... It's fucking sinister that it's like yeah. it's it's like almost political in the phrasing that it's like we are going to wear these people down over time. Right. It will be a war of attrition. I believe that's the uh, that's the way that they describe. Well, that's a term, but that's also how they described uh, trying to get uh, people from south of the border to leave the U.S. during like the last 10 years is like we'll just make it so inhospitable for them yeah. that they want to go back. And then the last line that justifies it is, they shall not remain in your land lest they cause you to sin against me, for you will serve their God and it will prove a snare to me. Whatever that fucking means. I, but yeah, that's like just a way of, of you know, he's, he's setting forth a bunch of like evil foreign policy. And then at the end, he like give, has to give the official thesis reason of like, we are doing this in the name of spreading freedom and democracy and worshiping <laughs> idols is bad. So it's saying, like, if you give in to their ways and their gods, like, you're going to pay. Yeah, but it's also saying, let's not even make that, let's get one step ahead of that and kill them all and drive them out of the land so that that doesn't even become an issue. Right. And more so, that's why oh. all this killing is justified, because they're going to tempt you. Yes, I see. He's saying, we'll kill them before they influence you. Yeah. It is, I, in a weird way, I was not happy, but I think I would have been slightly disappointed if the uh, Bible didn't ever say, fuck other religions. But it does. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, in a weird way, I'm glad it was in there. Yeah. Um, that it's just like, all right, we at least we're, we're being honest about it. Yeah, we've been lame for it. It was like, respect everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. It is interesting like, that you brought it up. It's like, it's like, well, hold on. We know what it's like to be foreigners, all right? Remember Egypt? But also, fuck everybody, you know? <laughs> it's fucking wild. Yeah. It's a weird... No, you uh, get the feeling that in that tent that the guy who is like, hey, maybe we shouldn't just wander around and fucking just kill people and we should treat other people with respect even though they're different from us. And then was met with a resounding boo! Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they both have like a line. It's like they compromised by both creating a line, you know? Yeah. Like, you get to have the, this one, but we all know which one we like better. Yeah, it's very contradictory. And then it finally goes back to narrative mode. It pretends that it, like... This wasn't just one long, long monologue of rules. And it's like, then he said to Moses, come up to the Lord with Aaron, blah, 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 blah. So they just go right back to like, and it is a story remind, to remind you. Right. I'm going to need some context for sure, because I, it, it's like uh, I started with the rules and then it's going into this story. There's not that much context. They're just one. Aaron is his brother. I've never heard of Nadab or Abihu. Um, they're probably somebody's sons or something, right? Aaron's sons? I don't know. Oh, who cares? I'm so bad at this. That, that's um, It's the least interesting part. <laughs> exactly. They're just wandering through the desert. Yeah, so basically, yeah, basically, no. But the Like I said in the beginning, the like God is basically addressing the entire Israelite people right now. And 
all the people are hearing him. Um, and then basically he kind of cuts away after he like drops the no kosher stuff and the kill all my enemies stuff. Um, and then it's just like, Hey Moses, come up to the top. I got to tell you some secrets. And then everyone's like, ah, cause they don't know how to react. And then Moses makes the very first sacrifice, I believe. Um, no, they've been sacrificing. Oh, maybe, yeah. I think it said it was the first sacrifice, but, I mean, if the people that were writing this thing don't fucking understand their own fucking narrative, that doesn't surprise me. And then they fucking scurry up to the top to get hear all the little god secrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the noise it made. <laughs> yeah, Moses disappears into the cloud. And every time um, they walked, there was a xylophone trill. I'm telling you, my nephew, some, my nephew, when he's on his iPhone, it's like sometimes he disappears into the cloud. <laughs> iCloud, Slam baby. Dunk. Got I don't have a nephew. <laughs> Dude, Moses is up to some shit in here, I will tell you right now. Yeah, I think that probably does it in terms of all the, the, the rules episode. Yeah. No hitting episode. Yeah, sorry um, if you're a slave. It's not looking good for you. Yeah, that's, you know. I think that's actually such an accurate way of uh, kind of just summarizing how the Bible feels about slavery. It's just like, well, that's a bummer, buddy. Yeah, but that's the way it is. Yep. Damn, are you a slave? That sounds like it's terrible. Anyways. <laughs> At least they don't make them read very far into the rules section to see what pertains <laughs> Yeah, they really get that part out of the way. Yeah. Like, you can go now if you yeah. want. Stick like, around you if you feel like You don't like got it. any ox. <laughs> okay, well. <clears throat> what do you want to cut it or keep it? That's another thing we do, Orion, is we decide at the end of every episode if we want to keep this... Keep it or uh, just throw it to the dustbin in his like as, like sometimes you guys record a whole episode and you're no, like no 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 I should this is the second time this has happened I should clarify it we're talking about the portion we're talking about if we're if we're um, if we are now to create a new Bible oh um, is this chapter going in where this episode will go up um I'd keep some of the stuff uh, like I'd keep like like some of the specific stuff, like the pit, like I think that should still stand. Like if you're just like irresponsibly digging pits, you should pay the price. I wholeheartedly agree. But I don't think anyone should be allowed to have slaves anymore. You know, like that's kind of outdated. So I'm going to cut the slave part. Very brave position to take. I'm glad, <laughs> glad to have a forward thinking visionary on the show. But I don't think, like, I don't think cattle have evolved that much. So, like, the rules should still stand. You know what I mean? So I'm going to keep that. Fair. The cattle rules? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And one thing's for sure, you should never tolerate a sorceress. So I'm keeping that. <laughs> that, that much you owe yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining a line of products uh, in the same vein of, like, live, laugh, love, yeah. wooden cutouts. <laughs> That Don't like, tolerate sorceress. <laughs> and then on the, the social media, there's like ivy growing over one letter, and it's very nice. It's all yes. white and bright, and it's very L.A. Um, yeah, what about you, John? You're going to cut this or keep this? I think, I, I've, I think I, I'm going to get rid of it. I think I've seen enough. What's the, um, what's the percentage of keep? Like, how much have you kept? We've never done the math. What do you think? I, I think mean? we're actually on a pretty even split. Really? 
Yeah, because there's a couple different criteria. There's like, some bangers. There's some bangers where it's like, <laughs> okay, like, you know, the best kind of of chapter you could have is like, there's some weird stuff in here, but you can ultimately learn a good lesson from it. The more common one is, this is just so insane and bonkers that I feel like we'd be missing something if it weren't in there. Because I've, I think, I've mentioned this before, but I think one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough whether you're trying to be like super, uh, you know, uh, fucking what is the word? Like wholehearted in your study of this text or if you want to be more cynical. Nobody ever talks about how fucking wacky it is. Yeah. Like the the stuff that it's not just that like there's all weird shit that's not real that happens. But like, the again, the fact that they're like. All right, we're done with the basic general morals. We got to talk cattle. Even, or I was going to say, like, even the way people conduct, like, their interpersonal relationships in this story are weird as shit and fascinating. So on that note, I would actually say, uh, since it's not one of those things, I think you could fucking toss this whole thing and just come up with a new, like... I'll even grant you, let's let's say, like, you can have the Ten Commandments still, and then let's just think up the list of rules. Let's just take a, a, a round two, a draft. A draft two. Yeah, it definitely, the rules need a modernization for sure. Because yeah. it's very clear that, like, the only issues of this time were, like, slaves, oxen, and sorcery. You know what I mean? And women. Yeah, and women will, con- like... Women will constantly be on that list. And, and, and hitting. <laughs> yes. Wait, but like... I mean, just... I Yeah, I think it's... I think this one's easy to cut, too, because if you... if I think if you just asked the quote-unquote writers of the Bible to like, all right, that was a nice first list. Can you make another one? I think it would be a little bit more concise and probably they'd be like, all right, maybe we don't have to go into all the slavery stuff. Like, right. Um, yeah, I think there's just a certain level of it that, like, the only bits you want would want to keep are these, like, tiny little lines that stick out. Um, but I would say most of those lines, just in its defense, are pretty good when they're yeah. like, don't dig pits everywhere and, like, yeah, and it's like, not the logistical when they stuff. fall into it. Yeah, I mean, take the, responsibility. Yeah, the logistical stuff will always be logistical stuff, but there's definitely a lot of things that, like, will never pertain to us again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to say, another reason you can cut this is because even if you valued everything that they say in this, in all likelihood, it is going to appear again, or it already has appeared because this thing repeats itself a lot. So just in, just as an, as a, like an editor cut this one, it's just, you know, like, Sure. I mean, what have we really learned here that we haven't learned before? We've learned that we can't tolerate sorceresses. We've learned that arsonists are responsible. And we've learned that uh, actually those are the two things we have learned that haven't yeah. really been stated also, before. Also, I, I was on the Wikipedia page for this chapter. And one thing it says is like um, there's a a chapter in Deuteronomy that um, has like five of the same lines. Like they just yeah, they straight just... up stole it. <laughs> so that, that's awesome. From this particular it's like, part, yeah, it's like uh, it's like when old sitcoms would do like clip show episodes. Yeah, like show totally, like totally like did. moments from other episodes. I Orion, do you want to bless us? You bless yeah. the lads. Give so us just a any kind of blessing. Anything. Just free associate, baby. All right. Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Great start. Um, May I say our Lord? Yeah, our, our one and only Lord, true Lord, Jesus Christ. Uh, please bless us. Um, please bring health and happiness um, to to Ayani and John, as well as myself. Please let us continue to um, be skeptical of the Torah and the things in which it tells us. And um, God, Adonai, my my good friend Adonai, if you may, please just get a just just get us the vax, baby. Just vax us up, vax us up good, so we can get out there with uh, with our full with our full energy and our love and erections and just make shit happen out there. Vax us up, baby. Trump 2024. I saw a Trump 2024 flag today. It freaked me out. It's on my mind. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. My wow. neighbor my neighbor had a Trump 2020 flag and then took it down when Trump lost and then now just today he put up a Trump 2024 flag. So that's happening. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's my blessing, guys. I hope it. Uh, I hope it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank thank you so much for, for that. Hell yeah! Thanks for I having me, you guys. I love that you you said Trump twenty twenty four as if to endorse it, and then immediately said, "Oh, I saw, I saw a sign like that today," which either implies that it was just on your mind or that you were influenced by. Yeah, it's my flag. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy, this is like one he's in my neighborhood and he's like a flag guy. Like he's got the flags. He has a Trump 2024 flag. <laughs> oh, not like all not like every single country. Yeah. <laughs> like one of those. No, 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 no. It's not the UN. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an American flag, a Canadian flag. Yeah. Mexican flag. Uh, what are some more countries? <laughs> do, do we can name all 297? <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Well, how did my blessing? Was that a good blessing compared that was a great to blessing. perfect blessing? Hell yeah! I agreed with every part of it. Uh, right on, every guys. word, every yep. Um, yeah, man, that's yeah, the that's show. the show. Everyone, thanks Hell for yeah. listening. Um, Orion, where can people find you? Uh, I'm internet? on Instagram. I'm at, at Life of Trying. Uh, I make funny videos, and uh, yeah, that's about it. That's the best place to find me. Right on. Thanks, Everyone y'all. go fucking do that. And then if you also haven't, you know, uh, I don't want to bring it up again, but I do kind of want to pressure y'all. You can uh, like or you can subscribe to the podcast. Give it a rating. You can give it a review. You can be like, again, let's get some fucking haters in there. You can be like. No, no, no. No one stars. You can. No, you can, five stars, but with five haters. Five stars, but you can. Yeah, you can be a hater. Yeah. And everybody uh, wish Josh luck in his big um, surfing competition. Yeah, he's gonna do so great. He's Hell yeah! Gonna... Good luck, Josh. Um. Oh, also, just quick, because I forgot to do it. Uh, last episode, shout out to Molly Morrison who gave us money, even though we didn't ask anyone to do that. Um, Thank you. Yep. Yeah. We would never ask. It's just something someone did. It's um... isn't that crazy? Anyway, that's been the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming. <laughs>